We're going to start on Yud Gimel Beis, 10 narrow lines up by the two dots, uh, where it says, Rishus Hanizak Vamazik. I would just like to uh, go back to the Mishnah on Tesamud Beis. The Mishnah was describing the parameters of uh, where damages will be required. And it had said, um, let's read the last few lines of the Mishnah. The damage uh, apparently took place in all places. And I underline this word, mirishus, from a, a, except this is where it, it doesn't apply, in a domain that's miyuchedis, uh, uniquely, it's only owned by the mazik. Urishus, I underline this word, urishus, hanizak vahamazik, and a domain that is the nizaks and the maziks. Kishihizik havamazik, lasham tashuminezevim, etav haaretz. We're going to deal with the second of those cases, the rishus hanizak vahamazik. Amar of Chista, I circled of Chista's name, we're back on Yud Gimel Mud Beis. And four lines later, at the beginning of the line is Rabbi Lazar, I circled him. We have two ways to understand our Mishnah. Rav Chista says, Amar of Chista, Amar Vimi, and I dot underlined the next line, Chatzar Shutvin. if you have a joint-owned uh, property, courtyard, area, and one of the people is responsible for the damage. One of the other person is the one who was damaged. Chayev ba'alashen varegel. So the responsible party for the damage will be liable if uh, their animal eats the other uh, person's stuff or tramples over it. Vahachi kamar, and this is the way Rav Chist understands the Mishnah. We're going to reread two of those lines from the Mishnah Daftes. Chutz mirishus hamiyuchedes lemazik depater. I squiggle and line depater. And then, with a big comma, we go on to another category. What's the other category? A rishus hanizak vamazik, comma connector kishihizik havamazik. The way Rav Chist understands it is that the patur is going only on the rishus hamiyuchedes hamazik. But the other case, the rishus hanizak vamazik, is actually where there would be a chiyub. That's the way Rav Chist explains things. Rabbi Lazar, who I circled Amar, actually potter. And I double underline potter. Oh no, if it's a uh, jointly owned Rishus, then the one who's the Mazik is off the hook. The Haki Kamar, this is the way he understands the Mishnah. We did a two line reading of the Mishnah. This is the Rebel Lazar way of reading it. That there's damages, the person who is responsible for the damages is responsible to pay Chutz. A, Mirishus HaMirchaz Lamasik, unless it happens to be in, like, his property, where he could say to the other guy, like, why is your shore my property? And B, Urishus Hanizak Vamazik, or if it's both of their property, Nami Pater, Nami Pater. And then you put in the big comma, and then the Mishnah concludes with the Ukishahizik Havamazik, that phrase. Now, why would you need that phrase then? What is that coming to do? Well, that would be La'asuye coming to include Karen, which apparently was not previously included in the Mishnayis. Now, we had this back at the beginning of the Masechta, Daf Beis and Gimel. We had a Machlokas Rav and Shmuel. How do you understand Shor, not so much Bor, uh, Mave, Shor and Mave. So Hanicha, this is fine, according to Shmuel, underline Shmuel's name. He said that Shor, and the Mishnah Daf Beis is talking about Regel, and Mave is talking about Shane. Well, we need something to include Karen, and that's the phrase over here in the Mishnah Daf Tess. Kam Elola Rav, underline Rav's name. Damar, he said, no, when you look at the opening Mishnah of the Masech and Daf Beis, Tana, I put one word around angles, Shore, that means the Cholmili de Shore, that's everything that has to do with the Shore. That's Karen, that's Regel, 
and that shane all of them, then kama, the phrase over here, two words in right angles, chav hamazik lasuye mai, what would it be coming to include? Well, answers the Gemara lasuye had to tanarabana, it would come to include the following damages, which are brought out in the two and a half line brisa that we're about to see. Brisa starts here, quoting the Mishnah Daf test, three words, so I put right angles in, kishihizik chav hamazik, What's that phrase in the Mishnah Duff test coming to do? Lahavi, it comes to include the liability that would be uh, for Shaimrim. If somebody's watching or borrowing or renting somebody else's thing, there's certain levels of responsibility that they would have should damages occur. Lahavi comes to include a Shaimrim. Shayel Noisischarin Saicher. Shaimrim, he's watching the other guy's stuff uh, for free. Shayel, he's borrowing the other guy's stuff, uh, not paying. Noisischar, he's watching the other guy's uh, stuff, but he's getting a salary. And a Saicher is, he's using the other guy's stuff, but he's paying uh, like a rental fee for it. In all those cases, Shehezika Behema Bereshusan, where an animal is damaged when it's in their possession. Colon, Tam, Mishalam Chatsi Nezek, the animal is Tam. It'll pay half damages. Muad, if it's Muad, it'll mishal him full damages. Kama, nifritza belilo, shepartsu alistim, if there was, it broke uh, at night, or um, bandits or bad guys broke in, viyotza, and the animal went out, vihazika, potter, there would be a pitur. Okay, that's the Tanaic source. That was brought to uh, explain what Rav would do with our phrase of chav hamazik, chav hamazik. Omar let's go back to this Tanaic source and, and get a little bit specific. Uh, right angles for the next line, just quoting what we had a few lines ago, and a shayel, I squiggle underline show, we're going to want to focus uh, specifically on the show a little bit, those four. Now, what exactly is going on over here? How is How are these damages taking place? Who's damaging what? Elaim, I squiggle on the Elaim, and two lines later, in the middle of the line, is an Eli, squiggle on that Elaim, two lines later, near the end of the line, is a La'ilam, I squiggle on that La'ilam. So we're going to have a Elaimah, if you want to say this, we'll reject it, Ella, that, and then we'll come to a conclusion. So Elaimah, de Azke Tura de Masha, Le Tura de Shayel, underline those words. That, who's damaging who over here? If you want to say it's the ox of the Mashil, that's the guy who lent out his ox is damaging the ox of the Shoel, of the one who borrowed it. Well, why should there be liability? Lema lay, uh, let him say, let the mashil say. One second. Ilu azik ba'alma bois shlumiat. The short of mind that you're borrowing. If you would have damaged someone else, then you would be responsible for it. Specifically, based on the case of Shoel. Hashta da azke latur didach. Now that, yeah, damage, and it damaged your shore, but you know, you're expecting me to pay? Like, you'd be totally responsible for damage anyone else's shore, but yet if it damaged your own shore, you want me to pay for that? Ella! So we squiggle under the Ella. It must be the other way. It must be that there's damages taking place to Azke Tour de Shoyel, Tour de Mashel. Let's say I borrowed Bob's shore, and then when I had Bob's shore, my shore damaged Bob's shore. Da'azke Tura de Shoyel, my own shore, borrowed, uh, 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 damaged the, the Mashil shore. Well, Lema Lay, in that case also, let the Mashil say, let the one who, Bob, who lent me the shore say, Ilu Itzik Ma'alma, one second. If my animal would have been damaged by some other, some third party's animal, Boish Shlume Kuletura, you would have to pay 
For that, you'd have to uh, compensate me for that. You borrowed it. You're totally responsible. And now you're telling me that, yeah, damages took place, but it was my shore. And you're only going to get away paying any half damages? So we kind of stuck. What's the shot? The Gemara concludes. And I underline these five words. We're going back to How the damages take place? I borrowed Bob's shore. Bob's shore damaged my shore. I'm the shoyel. The hachabamayaskinan. What's the case over here? It's a, more of a specific case. Shekabel alav shmiras gufoi v'leikibalav shmiras nezakov. That um, I, the shoyel, accepted upon myself the responsibility that as Grashi says on the bottom line, last three words, Shaloi Yezikenu Acher, that um, an Acher wouldn't damage it. However, like people love Shemiraz Nezakov, I didn't take upon myself, like Grashi says on the top line, like people love Shemiraz Nezakov, im Yeziku Hu Es Acherim. Okay, so basically I took sort of like partial responsibility. I'm a shoyal. I borrowed somebody's ox. I specifically said, I'm going to take responsibility that uh, no one else will damage it, but I'm not taking the responsibility that it won't damage something else. Well, says the Gemara on the top line of Yudalati Hachiyema Seifa. How do we understand then if we keep reading in the Tanaic source? Here's a... Uh, just over one line quote, I put the right angles in. Nifritzabalilo, Shivartsu Alistim. If it had broken like the wall got broke at night, or bandons broke down the wall and the yachts the animal went off Azika and did damage, putter. Okay. When is it this putter? Very simply, if it happened at night. Let's make a diuk, says the Gemara Ha Biyom, if it was like in the middle of the day, apparently. Chayev. Now, why should that be? We just established the cases being where he's not accepting upon himself any damage that the animal might do to something else. Well, answers the Gemara, Hachi Kamar. You have to understand the Tineic source. Thusly, we do a two-line re-reading of the previous Brisa, and we have to read in the following. And that will obviously make sense, but it's a lot to read in. It's actually almost a whole line to read in, and I squiggle underline, Im Kibel Alav Shmiras Nezak of Chayev. That is really qualifying, and I guess it's obvious, but if the person borrowing the shore accepted upon himself the responsibility that he would take any responsibility for, which, by the way, Stam understanding is that the person has this responsibility when he borrows something. Here, if he accepted upon himself that he would guard, uh, that it wouldn't damage anything else, he's Chayev, comma, and that's the situation where, however, Nifritza Belilo Shepartsu, a list in Vyatsa Vehezika, which is some unusual circumstance, like you don't expect the wall to be broken in the middle of the night, then he would be putter. Semicolon. Slash. Okay, we said um, back uh, on Rebel Lazar. Rebel Lazar was arguing with Rev Yosef. He was near the beginning of what we started today. And he said, Potter. That if you have a Chatzar Shutvin uh, and one damages the other, uh, apparently the one who's responsible for the damage is Potter. Asks the Gemara now, Aini? Really? Vahatani Rev Yosef? I circled Rev Yosef. The following Tanaic source, which Rev Yosef taught. And uh, starts here, goes for just over a line. A chatzar hashutvin, that apparently is a courtyard that is uh, jointly owned by these two people. Vahapundak, and I put a diamond around the term pundak, and a, like an inn, a motel. Chayav, bahen alashen varegel. I don't underline chayav. And apparently, if you have this uh, jointly owned uh, area, there would be a chiyu for shen and regel. Now, Rabbi said very clearly, we even dot underline the word back there, maybe even double underline it. 
Potter. And here he say Chayiv. So should we say Tiyuvta the Rebbe Lazar? This refutes Rebbe Lazar? No. By the way, the little uh, Brisa that Rebbe Yosef just brought, I call that the A Brisa. For in about a line or two from now, we're going to have the B Brisa. And that is what Rebbe Lazar will respond. Amalach Rebbe Lazar. Rebbe Lazar say, one second, you bring me a Tanaic source, that's a question on me. The Tizberah. Does that really make sense? Masnisa Miloy Pligi. Do we not have another Tanaic source, which I will present shortly, that disagrees with that? Vehatanya. Here's another Tanaic source. This one goes for about 10 lines. Till first one line is muad, and the middle of the line is shalem, and that's uh, tam v'nishlam. That's uh, where the brisa finishes. Here is the brisa that Rebbe Lazar based himself on. Says the brisa, Arba klalais hayreb shem ben Lazar aimer ben Ezekin. Four uh, rules or ideas the Shem Lazar said in the realm of damages, and we'll list them off. One, two, three, four. Number one: If the domain where the damage took place. It's an area where the Nizak, like it's his property and not the Mazik's, well, Chayav Bekoil. Over there, um, he, the uh, Mazik who's responsible for the damage is Chayav in everything, and we'll actually see a little bit later, everything means even his short time might have to pay uh, Nezik Shalim. Kama. Uh, area number two, number two, demazik veloyla nizak. Damages happened in an area, in a property that was totally the mazik's, not the nizak's. Potzerbekal. And we saw why, because he could say to the nizak, like, what are you doing with my property? Kama. Number three, lazeu lazev. It's a property that is for this one and that one. Uh, I guess maybe both of theirs on some level. Kegain. Like, here's examples. Chatzra Shutvin. Yep, that would be a chutz that was jointly owned. I underlined chutz Shutvin. Or a bika. I diamond the term bika. That's like a big sort of open uh, valley area. In those areas, it would be putter. And I don't underline putter. And that would be just like what Rebbe Lazar had said. Putter ba, for what? Al shein val regel. If the animal eats something or tramples on something there. Comma, however, on, and here's a list of things that are all... Uh, Told us of Karen, Allahan Negicha, Goring, Negifa, body checking, Neshicha, biting in a destructive way, Revita, crouching down in a destructive way, Vala Beita, kicking in a destructive way. Then, since those are all uh, either Karen or uh, told us of Karen, then just like regular Karen, Tom, if the animal is, uh, let's say, not assumed to uh, be damaging that way, then the damages, Mishal Machatzi Nezik, half damages, Kama Muad, if it's already assumed that it would do that, Mishal Nezik Shalim. Kama. Here's category number four. Lo Lazev Lo Lazev. So it's some area that's not for this one, not for that one, like not the Maziks, not the Nizaks. Kegain would be an example of this, like a Chatzar Shayna Shalshneim. That's not both of theirs. Here, there's a chiyuv. He does have a responsibility if his animal eats something or tramples on something, just as it's walk in. Kama. However, al negicha al neshicha al negifa al harbatsa al beita. That was the uh, whole uh, list of things previously. Tam mishalm chatzinezik muad mishalm nezik shalm. That stays the same as the previous case. That's the end of the Tanaic source, and we'll call that the B Tanaic source. Okay. And that's the take source. Rebbe Lezer will say he uh, is Saimech Hishita'an. Ketani Miha, it does say in the second Tanaic source, uh, here's a one line quote, and we want to focus on this, that a Chatzar Hashutvin Vehabika, this is in the number three 
category. If you have a joint on Chatzar, like in a big open valley, Patr Balashen Valarego. Well, Kasha Ahadadi, the A source, said that the Chatzar Shutvin would be Chayev, and now we're saying the Chatzar Shutvin is going to be Patr. So the Gemara answers, Kitanya Hahi, the B Tanaic source, Bechatzar Miuchedes Laze Ulaze. That's right. Let's call him Bob and Carl. This is uh, Bob's property and Carl's property. They have both the rights to be there. And they both have the rights to bring in their payros there. And they both have the rights to bring in their oxen, their shores. Bain le payros, bain le shvarin. And that's why it'll be a patur. Because if Carl's ox damages Bob's payros, well, he'll just say, I, I have a right to have my ox in there. You should put your pears in a safer place. Whereas Hahi de Rav Yosef, I know Rav Yosef, that would be the B Tanaic source, the larger Tanaic source that we uh, just had a few lines ago. That's Bechatzer Miuchedes le Peirois, Ve'ena Miuchedes le Shvarim. They both join, have joint rights into this Chatzer to bring Peirois into, but not to pull their 18 wheelers into, or their cars, or their flatbeds, or for that matter, their shore of that time. And therefore, since they each have rights to have their animals there, but not their, sh- uh, t- excuse me, to have payros there, but not their animals, colon, to the gabe shane, when it comes to, we well, can have the animal there. So shane is um, eating, the uh, the animal would eat it. Havila chatzar hanizak. It's considered a chatzar hanizak for the one who was damaged because the damage was done by the other guy's shore that ate it. He didn't have the right to have the shore there. Oh, the Konami precise reading will also bring out this point to katani hacha for we had two terms diamond. In the A Tanaic source, we had Pundak. In the B Tanaic source, we had Bika. Precise reading, um, focusing on those two terms, Dekanami will bring out this point. Dekatani hacha dumya de Pundak. In the first Tanaic source, it's taught similar to like a uh, like a motel. Dekatani hasam. And the B Tanaic source, it's taught dumya de Bika shma mina. Now, what's the difference? Well, um, in a Bika, sort of, you can bring in whatever rights, uh, whatever you have. You can park your truck in the Bika. You can uh, bring your Paris into the Bika. However, if you're like in a hotel, you can't exactly pull your uh, car up into the hotel room. In other words, much more limited having a uh, shore uh, rights there. Maskev la Rabzeira, I don't know Rabzeira, he attacks us, he says, Since basically each one of them has rights to bring Paris in, well, don't you require for there to be damages? Haboinan, like the Pasuk says, for where damages apply, um, that it has to be consuming the animal in somebody else's field, because you, it's kind of your field also. Says Abaye, yeah, kind of like, yeah, but kind of like, no. What do we mean your field, not your field? True. Let's say uh, Carl has the right to bring in his payros there, but he doesn't have the right to bring in his shore there. So as far as his rights to bring in a shore, it's definitely considered a steacher karina bay. You would refer to it as somebody else's field. It's his field, but not to bring a uh, potential damaging shore into. Kama. Lema, should we say, let's go back to like the beginning of this year, we had that machlokus between Rav Chista and Rebbe Lazar, maybe it's not a machlokus. Lema, midemas naisa, we just saw that the A tenaic source and B tenaic source, low pligi, there's no machlokus between the two of them, they're two different mitziases. Maybe amoiroi, Rav Chista and Rebbe Lazar, the circle names that we started the year with, also should we say, nami loy pligi. Uh, Amarle, so says back Ravina, 
Uh, yeah, you could say that now. In, that's right. At Intim Sulaimer, if you want to still insist, though, that they are pleagy, that they are arguing, well, then we just had Rebzeira three lines low, and Abaye two lines ago. That's what they would be arguing on. Pligi Bekusha de Rebzeira, the question Rebzeira asked, and the Peruka de Abaye Pligi. Says uh, the Rashi. Rashi is about eight lines uh, down in the Rashi where it's still narrow. Let's see the Rashi inside. Just like we said, it's a uh, courtyard where they have the rights to bring their peros into, but not pull their uh, flatbeds into, and not, not their shore. Uh, colon. Rav Chista Kabaye underlined those three words. Rav Chista would hold like Abaye, Dekevan Deena Miuchedes Lishvarim, since like, you're not allowed to bring your shore in, comma, Steacher, those two words in quotation marks, Karina Bay, I can refer to as a Steacher, that's why there would be damages, whereas, comma, underlined these four words, Rav Lazarin Kerebzeira, he holds like Rebzeira, Kevan de Yesh Mazik Rishus Balapeirais, one second, the Mazik has rights to be in there, he could bring his Peirais in, you can't refer to it as like Karina Bay, Steacher. Gufa, we go back to the Tanaic source that we had, uh, now it's about 15 lines ago, and we quote, we said, Arba Klaal Leisein, Rabbi Shimon Lazarimer, Ben Nizakin, excuse me, Arba Klaal's higher Rabbi Shimon Lazarimer, Ben Nizakin, Kolon Kolshu, Rishus Lenizak, Veloy Lamazik, Chayev Bekoil. This is, uh, yeah. Rishus Lenizak, Veloy Lamazik, Chayev Bekoil. Okay, so that phrase, that if it's a Rishus uh, for the Nizak, not for the Mazik, Chayev Bakhoil. What does it mean, Chayev Bakhoil? You should have just said that the proper term to be used, two words in a phrase marking, Al Hakol, Lo Kitani. It didn't say that, Ella, two words in right angles. What it did say is Chayev Bakhoil. What are we seeing over here? What does it mean, Chayev, for everything? We mentioned this when we read it. Bekule Nezek, for all damages, meaning even Karen, which at times, if it's a Tom, would pay half damages normally, like in the Rabbim here, would actually pay a um, full damages would pay Nezik Shalim. Money, who would be the uh, Tanaic opinion behind this approach? Well, he circles Rip Tarfin, Rip Tarfin he. Da Amar, and here's Rip Tarfin's opinion. I dot underlined uh, the rest of this line, including the first word on the next line. Rip Tarfin views the damages known as Karen as being an exception when it takes place in the Chatzra Nizak. So, Meshuna Karen, Chatzra Nizak, if the Karen damage takes place in the property of the one who was damaged in Nizak, Nezek Shalim Meshalim, even though if it's like in Rishul Sarah, it might be different, but uh, in the Chatzra Nizak, it's a full damages. Okay, so it's uh, Reptarfin. Kama, well, keep reading in the uh, above Tanaic source, Ema, Seifa. I squeal on the Seifa, and this is what we had called case four up above about uh, 13, 14 lines ago. We'll quote it now, right angles. Lo lazev, lo lazev. It's a domain that's not for this one, not for that one. Kagoyin achatzer she'en ashel shneem. It's not both of theirs. Chayev balashen ve'ala rego. Okay, that's the quote. My, let's get specific now. What does it mean? Uh, four words in right angles. Lo lazev, lo lazev. Well, Elema, if you want to say, lo lazev, lo lazev, klal. So you have uh, Bob and you have Carl, and this was just not Bob's and it's not Carl's. Ella de Acher, some other guys will call him Jim. It's Jim's property where this happened. Well, then there's not going to be a liability because Vahaboina, you require, just like the Pusik says, here's a uh, 
three-word quote from the Pasuk, Ubir Biste Acher. I squiggle on the word Acher. Uh, Acher is it has to be the other guy's property, the Leica. And you don't have that over here. Elapshita, it has it's pretty clear that when the um Tanaic source up above described it as Elapshita, again, four words and right angles, Lola Zeva Lola Zeva. What it means it's not the property of Bob's and Carl's, rather Ella Dechad. It's only one of theirs, which one? The Nizak, the one who was damaged. Okay. Um very interesting. So then the fourth case of its improper is Lola Zeh, Lola it's not both there's rather it's only the Nizaks, the Katani Seifa, and the conclusion of the Tanaic source said, here's a quote, right angles to the end of the line, Tam Mishalem Chatsi Nezek, I dot underline Chatsi Nezek, Umuan Mishalem Nezek Shalem. Okay, so the damage is taking place where in a in a, a chatzor that's totally the Nizaks, and yet the Karen is only paying half damages. That doesn't sound very much like Rabbi Tarfin, uh, connector Asan. That would have to be the Rabbanan, Da'amri. They say, unlike Rabbi Tarfin, we should circle the Rabbanan over here. Uh, they say, Mishuna Karen, Bechatzra Nizak, the same thing that we had dot underlined about five lines ago, where Rabbi Tarfin said, oh, there's a real strange sort of reality to a uh, Karen of an animal that's Tom in the Chatzra Nizak. Chatzra Nizak. I Donalan Chatsi Nezek, who Demishalim. Okay, so the above Tanaic source, which didn't have a name in it, was one we called the B Tanaic source. It seems like the opening uh, of it is uh, according to Reptarfan, and as you keep reading, it goes according to the Rabbanan. And that usually we don't like to say that. We don't like to say that we change opinions in the middle of the Tanaic source. So the Gemara now asks, Reisha Reptarfan is safe for Rabbanan? Should we uh, say that? And I think Gemara has two approaches, one here and one in about a line and a half. I call this approach A. And this approach, the Gemara says, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to say in. Daha, not only are we going to say that, but Shmuel actually told his star student, Rav Yehuda, Daha Marle Shmuel Rav Yehuda, Shinina, sharp one, follow me in the shot for that brisa, Shvaik Masnison, leave aside that Tanaic source, what we had called the Tanaic source, trying to figure out how it's all according to one opinion, Vesua Basrai, and follow after me. You know what we're going to say? Indeed, Reish Rab Tarfin for Okay, uh, we usually don't like to say it, but that's uh, clearly what uh, Shmuel felt the correct understanding is. Ravina, who's uh, a, an approach B, uh, says differently. Ravina in the name of Rav Amar, Kula Tarfin he. Nope, the entire Tanakh source is going according to the Shita of Rab Tarfin. Now that was great. We saw how the uh, number one case was like that, but how do you fit Rab Tarfin into the... Uh, Number four case. Umai, Lola Zeva, Lola Zeh. That's the number four case. The Rishusta that's being described, Lola Zeva, Lola Zeh, equals, now this is interesting, you have a Chatzar. Um, it's not totally owned by one person. There's certain rights of what can be brought into the Chatzar. Um, Lola Zeva, Lola Zeh equals Leperois Ella Dechad. Only one of those two. Let's say there's Bob and Carl. Only Bob has the right to bring Paris into the Chatzar, not Carl. And then we'll use the gears of the Tysis, which is the third Tysis up on the top, that it should say over here, Lo And for neither of them can bring a shore. So neither of them can bring a shore over there. And the only one who has the rights to bring Peros in is Bob. De Shane, 
if Carl's animal comes in and eats some of those peris, then it's clearly considered a chatzar of the one who was damaged, because the only one who has the right to have any peris in there is Bob. Legabe Karen, as far as the damages of Karen, of, of it being um, gored, since neither of them has the ability to have the shore in there. Okay, that's a fine reading. The problem is, though, that the B Tanaic source that we had up above started itself by saying there's four clawless, arba clawless, yachi arba, not four, shloishahavu. There's actually only three. Rashi says on the uh, bottom, uh, three lines before the end of Rashi, Dehai Klala Basra, then essentially what we had called case four, Shamina Lemi Kamai. We know that from the first case. It's basically essentially the first case. To Kevin de Lagabe Shane, as far as Shane is concerned, Havya Chatzar Hanizak, it, since totally the Chatzar the one who was damaged, because he's the only one who has the right to bring Paris in, Lamale the Mistichai of Shane, then why would it have to say that? In other words, what do we need the fourth case for? Hatanale Resha. We already had the first case in the above Brisa that said, here's a quote from it, right angles, Kol shuhu reshus lenizak v'loi lamazik chaya bekol. Kama. V'keren b'chatzar ha-shutfin, and as far as, well, what about if the damage was done by a goring, and it's both of their properties, so to speak, because neither of them has the right to bring a shore in, ha-tanalei reisha, the third case we had up above, that taught us, k'gayna chatzar ha-shutfin v'abika. Kama. What do we say about that? In which case, there's really only three cases over there. Well, we flip the page. There's basically three dinin. There's a domain that's just the nizaks, the mazik's and everything. There's a domain that's the mazik's, only the mazik's, the mazik's and nothing. Then you have a chatzar hashutfin, there's a chiv of Chatzinezek and Karen, and a petur for Shane Viregel. However, it's still four mekaymais that don't have the similar din. Why? Because you have a Chatzar Hashutfin, which a person, the one who's responsible, would be chayev for Shane. For instance, if it's miyuchedes, it's kind of like there's different rights that each one of the people who owns the property has. Uh, one of them has the right to bring the peros in, and as far as a shore, neither of them has the right to bring the shore in. That's Shloisha Klolois, but Arba Says the Mishnah, this is about the most terse Mishnah in all of Shas Mishnayis. It's, it's basically just bullet points that are a little bit difficult to understand, but the Gemara will explain. It's meant to be that way. Shum Kesef Shava Kesef Bifnei Basin Val P. Adim Bnei Chorim Bnei Bris Anashim Mechal Hanezek Van Izak Vamazik B'Tashlumen. I'll translate, but we really need the Gemara to go over each one of these cases. So, Shum Kesef, there's a uh, assessment made in let's just use the dollars in dollar amount. Shava Kesef, uh, uh, similar to uh, the value of the uh, money uh, in the presence of a court, uh, testified to by witnesses. Uh, free men who are co-religionists, uh, ladies are included in uh, this uh, issue of damages, and the um, the one who was damaged and the one who did the damage uh, both uh, at times have responsibility for the payment. Okay, now the Gemara goes over each one of these phrases. My shum kesef. I put them in right angles. Start out. What does it mean shum kesef? Well, Amr of Yuda shum ella bekesef. That when the case comes to court. The way that the court deals with it is they put, we'll just call it dollar, we're used to dollars or shekel, a, a dollar amount is assigned by the basin how much were the damages. 
uh, 100, 200, 300, and this would be Tanina, our Mishwas Tan along the lines of that which we see in the following two and a half line, Tanaic source. Let's say you have a parashe zika talis, a, um, uh, a cow that damages it, like uh, trampled over and, and ripped a uh, shirt, um, and let's say it was in the chutz uh, of the nizak, or a talis zika parar, let's say there was a talis just, just like laying there. Uh, negligently in the Rishos Harabim, and uh, it like the para tripped over and like broke its leg. Ain Oimrim. And in a very basic uh, society, you could just say, well, the um, guy who was responsible for the damage would have to give the other guy the thing that damaged. Ain Oimrim. Tetsay para betalis or talis para. So, like, if the talis got damaged, then the talis owner gets the other guy's para. Or if the para got damaged, the par owner gets the other guy's talis. No, no, that's not the way it works. And there's a specific dollar amount that is assessed. What was the value of the damages? And that's what has to be compensated. That's the end of the Tanaic source. The next phrase in the Mishnah was Shove Kesef. Shove Kesef. Uh, what's that? Dit Tanra Banan. Here's the Tanaic source. goes for three lines. Um, this is it's just like an endless series of braces being brought in this parak that quote like a uh, phrase from one of the Mishnayas and, and then elaborate. So this is yet another. Two words at right angles, quote from the above Mishnah, Shovah Kesef. What does the Brysa say that means? Melamed she'ein beisin nizkalken ele nechasem she'yesh lahen For some reason that term Shavah Kesef indicates that the beisin will um, cause collection to come from assets she'yesh lahen Achrayis. Um Basically, if he has land, if he has movables, no. Uh, only if there's land. Avalim kadam nizak the toughest metatlin. If the one who was damaged took like the guy's uh, iron or his mixer or his baseball bat or any of those things, based in gaivin mehen, based in will allow the nizak to collect damages from that which he had already seized. That's the end of the snake source. Amar We go back to the snake source we just quoted and uh, analyze something. Uh, it's about a one and a half line quote. Right angles. Shavah Kesef, Melamed Shein based in his Kalkanel and Chasim Sheshan Achrayas. Okay, so for some reason, the term in the Mishnah, Shavah Kesef, indicates Basin will only collect from uh, land assets that the Mazik has. My Mashma. Where do we see that from the term Shavah Kesef? So we'll have uh, a couple attempts and then a final approach. Amar Rabbah Bar Ulai, underline that. I called it number one. Two lines later. In the middle of the line is um, Ella Amar Rababar Ula. I call that number two. And then at the end of the next line, it says Ella in the beginning of the line after that, Amar Ravashi. And then Ravashi, he's a number three. So Rababar Ula takes a couple uh, shots and then uh, Ravashi comes in with the final approach. So the question is, how does the term Shava Kesef indicate land assets? Well, Amar Rababar Ula, Shava Kesef is to be understood like this, Davar Hashava Kol Kesef, it's something that's worth all of the value of it. Okay, like whatever amount of money is paid for it, that's the amount that it's worth. Mind you, well, uh, what uh, what is that? What does that mean? And the Gemara explains, that's a davar she'en le'ayna. Oh, so sometimes if you pay for something, hey, it's a ripoff, that's only immovable. That doesn't work in land. It's a davar she'en le'ayna that doesn't have this uh, issue of if there's a one-sixth undercharge or overcharge, the deal can um, be called off, namely land or karka. Well, asked the Gemara, we know, though, that there's other things that that applies that don't have oina, like avadim, slaves, ushtaros, like IOUs. Nami ain't lahen oina. Uh, there, 
uh, don't have any oina, and they're not shein l'anachrayis. Ella, so we squiggle on the Ella. The Rabbah Barul takes another shot at it. I'm What is, how do you see that Shava Kesef indicates land? It's a Davar Hanikne Be Kesef. It's something that is acquired with just a transfer money. In other words, there's no Mashiach that has to be done. The Gemara asks, uh, here too as well, Avadim, eh, it's a question here whether Shtarah should be or not, but uh, there's other uh, precedents for things that uh, also, Nami Niknim Bekesef, the acquisition is fully uh, finished by just transferring the money on them. Ella! So he's squiggling on the Ella, Ravashi, Ravashi is a third understanding. We underline him. Shava Kesef Velo Kesef. So when we say Shava Kesef, it has a uh, value, like land, and that Shava Kesef is what is paid, and not money itself. And all the other things, whether it's movables or slaves, are basically money, because you can sell all of those wherever you are, as opposed to a land asset that you might certainly be able to sell it here, but if you're somewhere else, no one is going to be interested in buying uh, your land. Vahani, Kulu, all portables, Kesef, Ninhu. Again, they're Kesef are easily transferable into Kesef as opposed to land. Period. Rami Rav Yehuda Bar Rav Huna of Yeshua. Tana, we have a uh, Tanaic source, the one we had up above, Quote it now for about a line and a half. Shava Kesef. That equals Malamed She'ein Basin is Kalkan Elanachasim Shiyesh Lahen Achrayis. Okay. So the only thing that uh, the courts are going to make the person pay from is essentially land. Cash if he wants to, but land. Vehatanya. We have another Brysa that seems to indicate otherwise. We had this about a week ago. The uh, Brysa says, Yoshiv. That's the word from the Pasuk that equals that when uh, compensation uh, payment is made, Lerabai Shava Kesef Afilu Subin. That comes to include Shava Kesef, even like the lowliest, which is uh, Bran. Sounds like that uh, movables, in this case, like Bran, is also. Um, going to be uh, caused to be collected if uh, someone did damage. So what is it? Is it only from land assets or even from uh, movables, from brand? What's the case here? Be Yasmin. We're talking about Yasimim, who their father was uh, the one who did the damages, and the father was the one who just died. If he leaves land assets, that's what the damaged party is able to collect from. But from any metaltalin, no. Well, one second then. If you're saying the Shavakas Mulamit Shane Bison is Kakanil and Chasm Sheshanachrais is talking about Yasmi, a Masefa. Keep reading in that Tanaic source. Here's another line from it. Uh, right angles. Im Kadam Nizak, Vitafas Metaltalin. If the one was damaged, grabbed movable assets. Let's say the guy's, uh, um, China Shabbos dishes based in Goivalimahan. So Basin will allow him to keep them. Now, we just said that this is a case of Yasimim paying off their father's damage debts, Ibi Yasmi. If that's the case, am I based in Goivalimahan? Why would Basin allow this guy who sees the, the, the China Shabbos dishes to keep them? He's not allowed to do that. Well, Kadama Ravam Rav Nachman, Shatafas Mechayim. You know why he's allowed to? Because he grabbed these assets while the father was still alive, even though the father shortly afterwards passed away. Hachanami, so it's over here, the case must be Shatafas Mechaim. Indeed, if these movable assets were seized after the father had died, the basin wouldn't allow him to keep it. But since they were seized before, the basin does allow him to keep them. Adkan. 